0: If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. I just did a workshop talking about emotional interpretation, the storm before emotional intelligence. Somewhere along the way, we have been conditioned to react and take things out of context. There's so many theories as to why. You know, when you think about it, we're very revealing, yet we're also very emotional as human beings. So as much as that comes off as a very deep statement, there's so many things that fuel our minds. So think about reality shows. Think about going on a show and having the country, the world judge you, yet you're willing to do it. Now, one of the things that I've always found funny is my wife and my daughter love The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. They love the show. And I go, but it's on a false pretense. And she said, what do you mean? I go, there isn't an ugly person in the group. They're all good looking people. They can't get dates. And so it's revealing, right? People are there for reasons other than just to find their soulmate. Now, maybe not everybody. I get that. And We tend to do things that are very revealing. Now, there isn't a person in the workplace in the world that's going to raise their hand with the following question. How many of you are really difficult to work with? Nobody's going to raise their hand. Yet, let me ask you now as you listen to this podcast episode, do you know somebody who's difficult to work with? Of course you do. Systemically, at the foundation of what causes that is our emotional reaction. We emotionally react. When we get get good news, it gets us happy. When we get a bonus check, it gets us happy. When we hear bad news, we can get sad or we can get mad. Now, in the workplace, when we hear something we don't like, we tend to react to it. Most people don't say, I need to learn from this. This is a perspective I hadn't thought about that I might be portraying to the rest of the world. Typically, what people do is we come up with a narrative. We come up with a story. We come up with an interpretation. The interpretation is what? Well, it's not me. So we do something here called the Ryer assessment. And so Ryer is R-I-A-R. The first R is we react. The I is we tend to interpret, and this is where the falseness, this is where the story narrative changes. And then number three letter, the A of Ryer, we start to articulate. And then the R, the second R, the fourth letter, is we reflect. Very few people don't get to the final R or reflection. So if somebody gives me feedback, I react. And then I start to interpret. I start telling myself something. Gosh, my boss, he's really upset with me. This is so unfair. Other people are doing a worse job than me. I wasn't the only one late for work. And I'm starting to interpret. So what happens? Then I start to articulate Why it's not me. I don't take the time to reflect and say, you know what? I think I need to think about what he or she said. I need to think about that perspective or that perception I might be creating out in the workplace. Now, let's reverse, Ryer. What if somebody gave you feedback and the person gave you feedback and said, I don't want you to respond. I just want you to think about what I've said. And I want you to just take a deep breath and just reflect for about 20 minutes. Let's get back together. It's amazing, everybody. It's freaking amazing. It calms people down. It absolves the reaction in the moment. So start with reflection. Then you can articulate. The articulation can be woven with questions. So when we get back together after you reflect, share with me two things you're going to do Two things you're going to do successfully to embrace this feedback and alter its perception. Then they can start to interpret. Then they can start to react appropriately. Typically what happens is we react, we interpret, we articulate why it's not us, and we never really get to reflection. We just kind of move on. Well, my boss is being a jerk. Well, that guy has it out for me. Well, that coach isn't playing my kid because... (laughs) He doesn't like my kid. Well, I, th- I don't know if the teacher really likes you. I think you deserved an A in that paper. What happens? We change things. So think about starting with reflection, then articulation. Prompt the articulation with questions. What are you going to do to successfully embrace this feedback? What are you willing to do to alter its perception successfully? Then they start to interpret differently. Then they start to react differently. Let me know your thoughts. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign seven to 21 day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called coach to you. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes. where We can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.